Hey, girlfriends. Hey, girlfriend. Hola. Okay, so today I come with you with a very special word. Um, after having a conversation or a few conversations with my youngest brother, Kumar, about aging, he always talks about the past a lot because, I mean, I haven't really shared that much on this podcast about him, but he's autistic and they really, uh, wow, the moon just went, it just got higher up. That's so strange. I'm sorry. We were talking about the moon before we started recording y'all mm-hmm. and I'm like watching it. This is crazy. Um, we'll get to that later, but yes, my brother is, my youngest brother is autistic and they really like hone in on, or they, they're really, um, their memories are very impactful is what I'm trying to say to them. And they really hold on to them dearly. So he talks a lot about, you know, he's like, always like, Hey, Chelsea, what do you think about, um, you know, like, you remember that time when I was, or remember when I was a little, a little kid? Yeah. I really miss those times. And like, so mm-hmm. we just kept talking about aging and and just the fact that like, you know, why, did, why, the, the question came to me, like, why do we avoid aging? Mm, yeah. um, like, why are we so stuck on what was? And there's nothing wrong with reminiscing. I, I don't blame Kumar for reminiscing on the days when there were no responsibilities and no schoolwork. Um, and for adults who are listening, no work every day. <laughs> um, every or day. bills every day. Right. And a short ass weekend that lasts two minutes. <laughs> um, however, I want us to, I guess the word here is like really embrace aging because for me, like there's so many things I feel like just within this year of 27 for me, where I've learned, like, I feel like I've learned way more than I learned in my early twenties, definitely way more than I learned in my young adulthood. Um, And we're not even at like the pivotal age I feel you know yeah. like when you talk to older women they're like well wait till you get to your 30s or wait till you get to your 40s but the 40 the real 40 is your 60s and like all this stuff, you know mm-hmm. like the new the new 40 is 60 and whatever whatever so I really feel like over time we should really yep mm-hmm. I really feel like <laughs> oh it's something really going on it's a few of them bank robbery Set it off. Set it off. It's happening right here in Los Angeles. Day after day. Go ahead. Uh, But no, I just want us to embrace, you know, aging and recognize that with age comes, of course, responsibility, but also wisdom and new knowledge. And we're always learning every day. And as long as you don't feel old and, you know, act super old and prudish, then it's you'll live such an abundant and youthful life so you know that's what I try to remind Kumar that yes you know you well first off you don't got to worry about nothing because you don't have no responsibilities yet um and yeah like for the most part you're still young and we're you know continuing to thrive and to not look at things from the past perspective but you know just from where you are right now and like take take it day by day like as we always remind y'all on the podcast like take it day by day and live for you know live for a great future but and definitely remember um your past and like those memories that you you cherish but just know that like today is the day to enjoy whatever age you are wherever 
you are in your life. Don't put such um, restraints on, you know, where you should be or when you should have children and how many kids you should have. And like when you should get married or if you're going to get married, like all that stuff is like, who knows, who knows if we all will make it, you know, the symptoms have predicted some wild shit, man. All right. So <laughs> who knows what's going to happen in 2021. So let's just like take it day by day. Enjoy the rest of December. It's a new month. Um, we're here and we're blessed and we're thriving. So I just wanted to share that word about ageism and aging ourselves. Don't do that. Just continue to like feel useful. And, and as much as you feel like, I feel like I'm a big ass kid. I love, I live for adventure and yeah, I don't, most people don't even recognize that I'm my age because that's the way that I operate. So yeah, yeah. that's just my word of advice and my testimony today. Yeah. I feel like um, so much in our society and in, in our society period, so much importance or value is placed in youthfulness um you know so much is like everybody is always trying to look younger you know what I'm saying like you know and you know let me get this simple because I don't want wrinkles and you know all that other stuff like um and I was having a conversation with my therapist last week because I was basically telling her you know um how like do I really want to get into that much on here? I was, we were talking about some things and I was telling, and she basically had to tell me, she was like, you know, I was telling her that like certain things in my, or, you know, that I want in my life just seem impossible. Um, and she was just like, but you're 27. <laughs> but you're 27. And I was right. like, I mean, I, you know, you're right. I am, you know, but we just place, you know, so it's like we have grown up with these markers in our minds for when we're supposed to have things. And that's, that's such a big, a huge reason why people around our age, people who are in their 20s and in early 30s are having these like, you know, these like quarter life crises or crises because you're not where you imagined you would be or where you were told that you were told that you should be supposed to be yeah, you know exactly. by a certain age and I mean I think if anything and I love that you said this year 27 has been a very like insightful and like growing year because it has been and it's partially because of the way just this year has gone period like I think if we turn 27 in any other year but 2020 I don't think it would be what you know since I feel yeah exactly sure. I don't think we would have learned every all that we have learned in this time sure. um and so you know you just gotta do it you gotta take your time you gotta get to where you want to be in your at your own pace I mean I we're reading articles that are saying you know more and more millennials are back at home with their parents you know, like that's not because people want to be back at home with their mamas and dads because they have no choice. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just gotta take the hand. Yeah, I don't want to say take the hands of life does you, but because you know some of this shit is just shitty. But you know, you just gotta live your life on your terms at your own pace. Yeah, yeah, for sure on your own pace. I mean, at your own pace. I do think that a lot of lessons that we learned in 27 would have came regardless because I feel like a lot of them were oh, coming yeah. before like everything happened. 
But yeah, you're right. This is so crazy how you experience the moon. We experience the moon at two different times in the same way. Yeah. Because you're looking at the like same it's moon. turning white. Yeah. You're looking at but the it, same like moon you I'm- literally just told me what happened, what happened to you. And it's happening right before my eyes. So it makes it a little bit stranger. It's like you're almost psychic or something. But I know you already experienced it. So it's I'm like just a time okay. traveler. That's all. um but no yeah i just wanted to uh to make sure that we shared that with our listeners just you know don't age yourself it's not there there are new markers there are you know when you talk about those markers that we grew up believing in you know that 20 was hella old and then now you get to 27 and you're like wait a minute 30 is really young and also our parents and our grandparents just lived a very different life. Like those markers are completely different. We're not, we're no longer in the same um, situations that our parents and our grandparents or our ancestors uh, were in. So definitely a great, a great note or a great thing to note, you know, moving forward. And we definitely have the, the wherewithal to know that like the way that they carried out certain things is not the way that we want to, you know, we're, when we when millennials first came into the workforce it was oh they don't you know they leave jobs too quick and they want too much and you have to work for this and it's like no nigga I saw my mama and my dad and whoever raised me work eight hours 40 hours a week and nine times out of ten they hated their job or they didn't want to, you know, they weren't where they wanted to be. They didn't have time to do the things that they really, really wanted to. And we've come up and we're like, no, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? So it's like, we're not only, we have time and we're young, but we're creating the space for us to truly live our lives um, in a way that, you know, the people that have come before us have not, you know, or did, didn't, you didn't. know, think to try to do. Mm-hmm. So we got a lot to look forward to. I'm honestly really looking forward to my 20s because, I mean, my 30s, because, you know, if my 30s are, you know, my 20s with money. she we lit. <laughs> I'm about to have a good ass time. Because that means I'm about to do way more than I did in my 20s. Why? Because I got money. Like, can't wait. I feel that. I feel that yeah well shout out to shout out to us growing and glowing per hey girlfriend hey girlfriend I'm Sammy and it's E and we want to thank you guys for tuning in once again to the girlfriends podcast Samantha or Tia because you don't look like Tamaka Tamaka to maga oh my gosh that 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 young lady voted for trump and you just hate to see it she did she openly said that she didn't openly said it but it's all but confirmed like i think she said something on the real uh when she was on there that basically alluded to the fact that she and her husband were voting for the same person her husband is a known trump supporter like he is like a fox news contributor is or was at one point so yeah i remember that but we're only fucking um, with girl melanie over here okay yeah i got the straight hair for the hoes to uh this week you know i had to see do a little limp check see where where i was do me a little trim girl we is like 
right ooh, here. Ooh, ooh. You know what I'm we got ooh. some lip stiff wheels. <laughs> so we got and, and let me just go on record by saying that my stylist in Elk Grove said that I've been doing well. Taking care of my hair is very healthy. Wow. She didn't have to trim too much. I'm doing my thing. So wow. I'm so proud. Y'all, y'all will be as proud as I am right now because this one has come a long way when it comes mm-hmm. to doing her own hair. It's been a journey. Yes. It's, it's been, a, been journey. a journey. It has. All yeah. of my friends know. Oh <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> I have never known how to do my hair. Never. I was spoiled in that regard because I would get my hair done every two weeks and my mama didn't know how to do it so I mean she knew how to do like simple stuff but she didn't know how to do it like when I got older so she just let me get my hair done every two weeks and then after that it was like all right you're not getting your hair done every two weeks so then I had to rely on my friends like E, Ebony, Jeannie, um, the list goes on and on and on of, of women who have been in my head so thank y'all um and i know y'all are all very grateful and proud that your hard work paid off because now a bitch is taking care of her hair um at my big grown age praise god praise god i truly do i was also you know i grew up in a house full of uh of tomboys so it was like my sister wore a shortcut she didn't do her hair my mama kept a kept her hair done in like a weave situation or braids or something Mm -hmm. and I had my brother so it was like I didn't really learn from like I didn't have like a sister who was super girly or anything yeah I mean because of the, the age gap between my sister and I like she wasn't really Sorry. yet able yeah, to. Yeah, it was anyway. sounding like it was cutting out. That's why I stopped talking. Um, oh. fine. Um, but yeah, like hold please. Yeah, I didn't really um remember a time where I saw my sister like at the hair. You know, like I don't know. Like she might have been like just long gone out the house and getting her hair done. But my mama every Thursday. Me and Barb were down at Bonita's in Palmetto getting it done, okay? Because she was doing $27 touch-ups. And, yeah. Hold on, I can't even hear you. Let me put my other headphones on. Let me put my... Run your fingers through some care care. Can I say fo? Oh. I'm sorry. <laughs> so irritating, bro. Okay. <laughs> Can I say fo? <laughs> Can I say fo? Um, but yeah, so I, I was definitely a, a every week get my hair done type of gal. Sheesh. But but there was definitely a time before that where my mama was out the house by six in the morning. And who had to do my hair? Me yeah and this is like elementary school so people be like yeah. oh your mama let you your mama let you use a curl and i'm like girl she not here what's she gonna tell me no no <laughs> sheesh 
yeah. well yeah god bless those hands honey god bless those hands i definitely am gonna encourage if i have a daughter to do like her hair early on because or like just you know to teach her how to do certain things so she's yeah. not completely oblivious on on what to do when I'm not there I feel like that should have been a thing but my mom genuinely just did not know what to do and I don't yeah. blame her because you know she didn't have a kid with hair like me before yeah. me so yeah my sister she didn't really learn until she had my niece I would say Cause like, I don't know how to braid if I just need to learn how to braid. And once I learn how to braid, I'm out. Psh. It's over yeah. for you hoes. Over for you hoes. Once I learn how to braid and flat twist, it's over with. Anyway, WCWs. WCW, it's on you, bruh. Okay. So um, I just have to give a shout out to the three women, the three black women um, that are on Biden, you know, Biden has been announcing his, uh, staff picks, you know, for cabinet positions other and otherwise. Um, and so there are three black women, uh, that are on the white house communications team. The white house communications team is all women period. So which is, which is great to see. Um, but there are three mm-hmm. black women in particular that are on that team. Um, and so we have Ashley Etienne, um, and she's the communications director for the vice president, Miss um, Kamala Harris. Then we have nice. Corinne Jean-Pierre, and she's the principal deputy press secretary. And then we have um, the infamous <laughs> Simone Sanders, um, and she's senior advisor and chief spokesperson for the vice president. Um, so. Wow. Shout out to all of those women. Um, you know, you can say what you want about their politics and things and, you know, their choices, just a, just like we can say that about the candidates too, but it's very great to see um, people, you know, putting some action behind their words. Black women won this election for them. So um, it's nice to see them being put in positions, you know, I would have loved to see some, a black woman like as the actual press secretary or something like that, but you know, baby steps there are things happening baby there steps. you know and, and there are other black women he did appoint um let me actually pull it up because he appointed two black women uh for uh cabinet picks for like high level positions picks, positions um thank you people magazine for giving me who joe biden has announced for his cabinet so far people be on it okay Lord. Yes, US UN ambassador Linda Thomas Greenfield um is, you know, she is going to he he nominated her to that post. Um and then there was somebody else that I can't necessarily find right now. But, you know, I'm I'm just excited to see a very diverse cabinet. We have some Latino represent, representation um in the Department of Homeland Security um and so I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing, you know, what these like the cabinet positions that everybody like knows <laughs> offhand. Uh, I'm excited to see what those are going to be. We still don't know who's going to be Ed secretary, who's going to be, you know, labor secretary, all HUD, all of those things like that. So I'm excited um, on a on a womanly tip. If we could just get Elizabeth Warren in there as Ed sick so she can delete, delete, delete on my loans. Come on, somebody. But aren't they already planning Press to 
Don't they, didn't they already release like their their student loan forgiveness plan? That yeah. it was going to be forgiven for a certain amount of money. I, I feel like if you make under hundred thousand, your, your loans are going to be forgiven. That's what I read. Yeah, I, I read that he was doing like an executive order in his first 100 days to clear out at least $50,000 of student loan debt. Um, however, Elizabeth Warren is just about that action. And if she wants to go in there and just delete it before like an executive order is even needed, like I'm totally down for that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm down for whatever. I'm down for whatever. Get some beneficial. shit off my credit. Okay. <laughs> okay. Listen, because Listen. at least 50000 for me. 50,000 what I need I could pay That's you back a little 8,000 I, I don't even think I have I have that much um I think I would be good with 50,000 and I mean I, I would then just have my mom's because <laughs> she took out a loan for me yeah I mean I, when I when that would left, be my remaining when we left college I was probably sitting at about 45 40 45 and now i'm at fifty seven thousand dollars. so yeah well, when we left I was interest at is a bitch it is a bitch when i left we were at i was at twenty seven thousand, and i'm at 31 yeah um honestly if god don't do it then it won't get done i'm not worried <laughs> about them loans i don't lose sleep over them loans i do not i do not <laughs> fed loan because i saw a tweet where somebody was like Fed loan was like, are you going through financial hardship? And it was like, bitch, you are the financial hardship. You are the financial hardship. You are the reason for my financial hardship. And I'm like, why Fuckers. the fuck y'all paying the most anyway? Facts. Okay. Defer, defer, defer. Listen, because because of the panty, they said we ain't got to pay until next year. Instead of talking about, oh, it's almost time for you to start making payments again, sis. Mm. Says who? Says who? Won't be mm. me. It could have been me. Okay. <laughs> not paying y'all no money bye no, definitely not but bye bye um y'all can take that out my reparations thanks <laughs> y'all can't even just give me an education for free that's what i'm saying that's the least you could do the least you could the do least. is give me education for free free therapy uh my 40 acres and a motherfucking mule and Pure some some money some and money i shouldn't have to pay taxes for the rest of my life either i like the sound of that too because y'all white folks ain't paying no taxes <laughs> i'm saying they ain't paying shit bro what you been on bro tv music what's going on in your world television um i have completed uh, like most people, I watched The Undoing on HBO, which is like a murder mystery. Um, Issa Rae called it white mess, and I agree. I second that. Um, and y'all know how I feel about white mess. It's 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 great to watch, you know, to be outside of our own community and just, you know, be like, y'all fucking crazy. Um, <laughs> but it's really dope. Um, it's with Nicole Kidman and he, uh, not Hugh Jackman, child. Who's the Lord? Hugh Grant um mm -hmm. and a host of other celebrities or a host of other people um who are making cameos on it but basically a woman goes a woman is murdered and we got to figure out who done it and who done it who done it um and it's a really really dope show it's on hbo six episodes you know cute little mini series in and out hour long but the episodes are beautifully shot they're kind of trippy actually and honestly 
you you don't know. Like I literally had theories for everybody. I've seen so many theories and I haven't even been able to, I, I didn't read them thoroughly, but I just seen everybody like, well, I think that, and I'm like, Lord, At I one already point, know this You are literally going to think that everybody on this fucking show killed this person. <laughs> everybody. Like you can make a case for every last person. I saw people- yeah. Like it, it's crazy, and and you could tell people really engrossed. Like I saw, you know, Ava DuVernay. She even got on Twitter and was like, "Okay, here's what I think. This is my theory." <laughs> like her theory was wrong as fuck, but it was. <laughs> is it just this series, or is going to come back? I I actually don't know. I I don't think you know. Like, did it leave it. off with? No, we with we the finished. Answer? Yeah, yeah, the story is finished. Oh, okay, the story is finished. You. So, um. Yeah, that was that was really wonderful. And then what else have I been watching? Let me open up my Netflix real quick. Um, as y'all know, I'm still on my one-on-one binge. I'm about, I'm in the last good season of one-on-one. Um, I still have that one dreadful season left and I'm not looking forward to it because it just don't make no I sense. I don't even remember me. what happened. I don't even remember what happened in that show. Girl, they, at the ended, end. they ended up in, uh, It was, they left us on a cliffhanger because Brianna fucked Ray J. What? Yeah. 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 She, she I don't remember. I do remember that actually. She gave her virginity to Ray J. And I'm like, sis, Arnez has been here this whole time. Whole time. Arnez fine ass has been loving you and been here this whole time. Ray J wins again. <laughs> not believe he really made that song like ray j is such a let's talk about ray j for a moment it is low-key about <laughs> ray j is goaded okay period ray j period. is goaded he's a phenomenal actor successful businessman phenomenal is strong, and he hit yes. He's a phenomenal actor. He's a really good actor. Moesha, he did a really good job. And that was him early on. He even, oh, that's funny because actually I was watching um, that terrible Christmas movie that they have of him and like, what's the dude from um, ATL who was like trying to, he the one who found out Nunu was Nunu. I mean, was it Nunu? um, Esquire. Esquire, yeah, he's in there. It's a really terrible Christmas, but terrible but good Christmas movie on Netflix that Mm -hmm. Ray J is a part of. However, I just think he's like he's good. he's a good actor. He's a good actor. He, you know, got he got hits. Like yes. Ray J is really goaded. Yeah. He fucked Brianna first on one on one. He fucked Kim first. He fucked Kim first. He, wow. Listen, wow. This he's a bona fide gangster. Like who's gonna forget that epic Breakfast Club interview? when he was cussing out fabulous like it's it's ray j has done the and that's not even the only epic breakfast club interview he's had no forget the glasses the hat or the hat (laughs) we can't forget reality tv ray j ray j he's got all his checks he creates moments okay how he is as a person I can't doesn't vouch. have anything to do with it. Can't vouch for very that. Very entertaining. Very entertaining. He's very, uh, he's very entertaining. Those, those t- Norwoods are entertaining. Okay. They're entertaining. In very different ways. And they will give you a show. They'll give you a show. Yes. Yep. A variety show. <laughs> uh, 
what else is, is there something else um that's really that kind of took me over um you know i've been getting back into the office because netflix is about to snatch the office They're about to take off. it off when december 31st I'm upset. And I'm up here trying to figure out, can I watch nine seasons of The Office all over again in 30 days? I'm going to try. Yes. <laughs> Challenge accepted. Challenge accepted. I'm trying to watch all nine seasons. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> I've been watching, or I've watched over like the holiday, um, the new Sparkle. I've never seen it. Wow. Terrible. Um, it wasn't terrible but I just I appreciate the original more than the new one I wasn't really fond of the where they took it but Mike Epps great performance that's what I was about to say Um, I enjoy Mike Epps in that movie because we don't see him like that ever ever so I really enjoyed him I feel like that was like a really good role for him to showcase himself outside of comedy so that was tight to see of course Jordan um Jordan was Jordan Sparks uh, you know, she's talented in, in terms of her, her singing ability. Uh, her acting is okay. <laughs> All I wanted to say was I enjoyed the original Sparkle. Some things can be left alone. Whitney Houston legend. It's, it's Whitney. Whitney Houston also. That was her last performance that yes. we were able to see. Um, and also T.D. Jakes was involved. T.D. Jakes was involved. Anything T.D. Jakes does, you know I'm here for. So, Do you know T.D. Jakes was on Clubhouse? Really? Yes. Was he yes. preaching a good word? He was giving, yeah, I don't I don't want to necessarily call it preaching. Well, he probably, every time T.D. Jakes speak, he, be speak. Pre- he can't it's help but preach. preach. A, but yes, a there's like a, a Saturday night room. It's like a, a dinner. It's like Saturday night dinner party or something like that. And um, yeah, he was in there and he was, yeah. Wow. That's what I'm saying. Again, I say you have you to go in the rooms that you find interesting. I'm not going to How find... do you find the room? It was there. It's a huge room. There's usually on average every week, maybe about at least 200 people in there. So it's usually going to be a room that you see because somebody oh, that okay. you follow or somebody that somebody follow, you know, somebody's going to be in there and they'll pull it up. But yeah, gotcha. you know. You don't have to go in the moan room and moan for $250 in front of strangers. That's happening as well. That's happening on Clubhouse. I, and I 250 and 250 <laughs> I would need a fake club. I would need to make a dummy Clubhouse account to do some shit like that because I... Yeah. Nah. I'm talking about bitches is on there. Okay, are you ready? Okay. <laughs> <sighs> Like, yes. <laughs> like it's like ASMR. It's it's terrible. And and I'm being nice with the 250. Really? Because that's like that's another room that was given 250. There was another moon, uh, like the main moan room. The grand prize is $100. $100. 250 is 250 is where I'm I'm at. With the it. 250 like was also split. So um, the grand, pro- yes. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Foolery, foolery and fuckery, literally. No thanks. No thanks. Yeah, that's actually hilarious. Um, well. Oh. Okay. Real quick. Real Housewives mm-hmm. of Potomac. Real Housewives of Potomac. <sighs> Y'all gonna stop fucking playing with Karen Huger? Listen, 
Karen Huger is, she's, you know, she's the grand dom. She's the oldest lady on the show. If anybody watches uh, Potomac from the beginning, you're going to be sick of her. You're going to be like, whoa, this, this lady is fucking insufferable. Can't stand it. If she's, if she says etiquette one more time, like she's just, you know, truly nose up in the air. Um, But then as we go on throughout the show, Karen just gets more and more lovable she just becomes like that fly auntie that will praise you and also put you in your place you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. and so this week uh we had a situation where Karen she would you know had a launch for her wig line her wig collaboration with RPG show um which is like a very reputable wig wig company okay okay she had uh the party and um the bitches were mad because uh Monique came to the party but she was not there when they were there she came early to support Mm -hmm. her friend she was rushed out by her friend because uh you know she would she they were just very concerned about her not crossing paths with Candace um and so she was there before any of the other ladies got there then you know, the other ladies get there they find out that Monique was there and all of a sudden it's a problem and Karen had to set uh Robin the one on the show who has no storyline you know truly the cynthia bailey of the show um they had to set robin straight well actually let me not do that to cynthia bailey because cynthia bailey pay her taxes and cynthia bailey don't be running up behind niggas who don't want her but (laughs) (laughs) so i'm sorry i'm sorry cynthia um but anyway she had to set her uh, straight twice to just i'm talking about swift impeccable reads it was beautiful to watch you know first she was like I can't even remember them but I, I do remember that one of them they were like oh Monica's here and you know why did it die and she was like she was here and now she's not because I cared enough about you hoes to to not put y'all in that position now check that and I was like go off go off I'm I very love tired. a good read I'm very tired of hearing about this fight um I'm very excited that this the last episode of the season is next week, um, which also marks the first episode of Real Housewives of Atlanta. I'm thankful to Bravo for just giving me consistent back-to-backness because that's what I was looking for. It was getting boring. That's what I was looking for. That's, it was getting boring. And that's what made me It's binge. the hand motions that you all cannot see that are listening for me. It's the it's the, the continuous mess, the back-to-back mess that I was listen, looking for. Listen. You are annoying. I started watching Real Housewives of Potomac early in quarantine because I said, I need, I need something to watch. All the shows are off. Nobody's filming anything. I want to see mess. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to get my mind off of this bullshit. And so that's why I started watching Real Housewives of Potomac. And now that brought me into this current season. And now we're about to get into Real Housewives of Atlanta. They dropped a nice teaser uh, clip of the first episode today. We see Cynthia outside of uh, Lake Bailey having a nice luncheon with hey, Candy. Lake Bailey. With, with Candy and Marlo, who is my, yes. one of my, personal faves marlo is extra as i am she came to the luncheon with her shield on she came with the thermometer this the thermometer she she gonna do cynthia and candy cynthia was like you go check my temperature at my own house she said yes i have to make sure that That i'm that i'm that I'm that i'm at a safe house then this bitch marlo gonna take a tape measure out 
<laughs> For what? And mesh to measure six feet. She started scooting. She get on my motherfucking nerves, bruh. She really do. I'm so excited. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm so excited. I'm so excited for for mess. Um, but yeah, that's my little reality breakdown. You know, I gotta get y'all the reality. No, team. thank you. That's that's needed. also um, watch I... Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. They did a great job casting that show. Everybody on there has a very interesting background. Again, white mess, um, but white Mormon mess. Very interesting moving along very interesting uh, i actually saw something about the bollywood wives that's on netflix so i'm definitely going to tune into that and come back to you because i think i'm going to write about it anyway so i would like to see definitely because i already know that they they are gonna be feisty okay. and rich i'm ready <laughs> feisty and wealthy okay i'm adding uh, it to my so list so i definitely right want to listen so um that but i, I also uh, went back to he got game I watched that with my family uh, mm-hmm. over the break, which was cool. Um, a great movie, a really classic Spike Lee film. Denzel Washington, Ray Allen. And Ray Allen was fine as hell, bro. Okay, period, Ray Allen. <laughs> like, had I been around at that time, Ray Allen might have had to come scoop me up. You heard me. I would have been one of the bitches down at the college that they told to <laughs> fuck him. Okay. I would have been down at Big State. Is that what they call the school? Big, big State. Big State. I would well, have been down. He was at multiple schools, but yeah, the Big State. That's where he ended up going. I would have been down. They really hold him. They really hold his father. I meant like, yeah, they really hold his father. Neither here nor there. That was a, a classic film. You guys can revisit. Um, I really enjoyed it. it kind of touched on a lot um, about like you know sports and and uh, college sports and how they really be trying to bribe these these kids yeah. so it's not i'm sure trying it's only gotten they worse yeah or they do bribe these yeah. kids um and then it was something else that i had watched oh i think you may have already touched on this in a previous episode but did you talk about book smart no i have not okay so watch book smart with my little sister and because i kept hearing about it it randomly was trending on twitter and everybody was talking about Miss Fine, Miss Fine, Miss Fine, Miss Fine, Jessica White being on the uh, the movie. And, but then also the main character, which I can't think of her name right now, something Hill, obviously. I want to say Elizabeth, maybe. Um, but Jonah Hill's sister, mm-hmm. she looked just like him. I wish I never knew. Because they were, oh, that's what it was. They were comparing Booksmart to Superbad because it's like the best friend duo, yeah. blah, 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 whatever. It's comedy. And so I was like, let me watch this. Bruh, I couldn't unsee her brother. I'm like, she looked just like this man. It was a cute movie, though. It was very cute. I really enjoyed you know, them talking about, you wow. know, just like really living. Bruh, but you know what? Do he? When you put her in this light, because she's also in a movie called Lady Bird that's on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember um, working on that movie and them being like, that's Jonah Hill's sister. And I'm like, really? like mm, okay um but i don't know for some reason in this poster yeah she looks smack like Jonah in the like, entire movie bro because it's a com it's it's so similar to yeah. the things that he does i don't i never seen lady bird but mm-hmm. i don't know if that's a comedy but I, I do know that in it is okay well this movie she in in certain scenes it's like they'll get her profile or like a real in, a real close-up and i'm just like is that 
who I think it is. Like, it's so strange. It, it, genetics are, are crazy. And I, I mean, I realize that with my family all the time. Cause like people can't tell me and my, they can tell me and my sister apart, but they're like, y'all are obviously like sisters. All of y'all are twins. Like she uses, I know she like uses my ID like <laughs> to get in clubs and stuff. It's like I that. tried to do that with my sister. She wasn't trying to fuck with me. I'm like, damn. Oh, I was easily like, girl, you got it. Like, because I always wanted to be that person. Like I, one, I always wanted a twin. Like, I don't know why. I just always wanted a twin to be like, I don't want to go on a date. You go on a date of or whatever it is. And <laughs> here you go. Yeah, I was really obsessed with sister, sister, actually. So that's probably the motivation. But I also just really wanted a twin. I thought it was super cool. But now me and my sister can kind of be twins because I didn't really age much. I look the same. And she we look just alike. She's just taller and browner. Mm-hmm. so um but yeah genetics are wild because that girl looked just like jonah and but i do think it's so tight that she was able to carve out her own space and be able to you know still work in the comedy space without all the comparisons because yeah. we didn't hear that all the time but like it, that movie in particular definitely reminds you of super bad in terms of it being like a best friend duo whatever mm-hmm. so yeah shout out to that movie it's really cute um it's basically just, you know, detail or detailing them getting ready to graduate. And like, you know, these two girls, the best friends, they had spent their entire high school career focused on the books. And then they come to find out because I guess the underlying thing was that in their class, you're not supposed to share where you're going to intimidate other people. So she never shared with people that she was going to go to Harvard or wherever she was going. Um, but then come to find out, at the end, everybody who was on bullshit throughout high school was going to these popping ass schools. And she like, damn, you didn't even do nothing. Like, how did you? She's like, I got to live my life one last time. So that's pretty much the basis of the movie. Mm-hmm. And I thought Jessica White playing the counselor or teacher advisor, who, whoever she was, was interesting because she looked younger than all of them kids. Of course. Yeah. So I thought that was tight, but I do think it was cool that, you know, she was, um, she got a role in the movie. Yeah. There wasn't many black people in that movie at all. So. Dope. Dope. I'm gonna have to check yes, that out. Yes. So book smart. It's on Hulu. You can check it out oh. very quick. Um, and then other than that, I was watching reruns of America's Next Top Model season 20. I'd never seen the seasons where there were men and women. I kind of stopped at the, at that point, but, um, it was a cute little season, um, I was watching those and with my little sisters too, and my youngest brother is obsessed with it. So we would just be watching a bunch of episodes. But I like I like that they gave them the same challenges, um, and you know you can find that on Netflix too. They got all the seasons. So wait, all of the seasons something. are on Netflix? I think so. They <sighs> keep them. They I believe so. Oh my god, that's what that's what Ari told me. I I genuinely don't know because I I was only watching it with her on her computer. But it's definitely on Netflix. Wow. If they have. I'm assuming they have the previous seasons. I'm gonna have to see about it. But no, Netflix be doing that dumb shit because like Survivor is on Netflix right now, but it's only like mm-hmm. season 27 and 28 or some weird shit like that. Mm. Like uh, a 90 Day Fiance or no, Married at First Sight is on Netflix, but it's mm-hmm. only season nine. It's it's strange. I don't know. Uh, no, I, I but it, well, I think for sure it's definitely more than um, just season 20 on there for sure though for for mm-hmm. America's Next Top Model um period but I do like I liked a lot of the male talent on on that season I'm like wow like I I think one of the guys actually won 
Um, but I just didn't like the new judges. Like, it just didn't give me, like, the original. So that's probably why I didn't watch in the first place. But I would definitely check it out, you know, if you ain't got nothing to watch. Shit. From what I hear, uh, Miss J and Tyra have big beef. That's a black one, right? No, wait. Yeah. Mr. J. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. okay. Miss J, yeah. Miss J is a black one. Mr. J and Tyra mm. have big beef. I'm not sure. I think he has a book out about it. What? Not spilling tea. Spilling I love a good tea. spilled tea. Yes. <laughs> um, okay, so music, music. What we got for music? Let me um Okay, so good news. See. Good news. I have not listened. I'm not gonna lie. Wow. Okay. I, I know, I, I know. I have I haven't listened. even downloaded it. Wow, wow, wow. I just, I knew that I wasn't in the mood to hear. Got you. Body, yaddy, 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 yaddy. I just knew that I wasn't in that mood. I love it for sis that people are listening and tuned in, but I just wasn't in that place. Yeah. I understand that. I understand that. I, I totally get it. But um, I hear it's a really good project, though. I fuck with good news. Um, and yeah i fuck with good news as far as um the feel of it just the the air around it it gives me invasion of privacy mm-hmm. like you know you know when people when we listen well partially there was like a, a small part of me that was surprised when i listened to invasion of privacy because i'm like oh shit this is good this is like I fuck with this okay right um that wasn't there for this but it was just like it was just like on that first listen I'm like okay I like this song okay I like this song too all right I like this song too like that's you know um because I just try to like not have any expectations I feel like when we put so many expectations on artists the like you get disappointed you know what I'm saying like if it's not Mm -hmm. what you thought it was gonna be I'm fucking Mm -hmm. with it the only thing that I don't necessarily care for is the insane amount of samples um that are on it from somebody who you know in the past has had like original beats you know for most of the time um but you know when you get to that point where it's like you can do the sample thing you kind of want to take advantage of it yeah I totally get it but it's heavy it's heavy but the, listen but there are good samples she sampled jasmine sullivan um yes which one God, it's circles circles we're gonna talk about my bitch i just keep holding, keep holding it, down. it down yeah jasmine we're sullivan th- we're gonna talk about miss jasmine hold on i me. haven't gotten into that all the way yet but we what? i haven't because really? I, I, you know where I was. Like, I didn't have, no, I, I'd be liking to be in my space, like, really yeah. just, especially because I don't have a whip. So, like, I have to be yeah. in the crib with the speaker. Yeah. But I, I already know. I already know. Listen, listen. You know, I fuck with Jasmine. Let me, let me finish up Meg first. Um, but some of my favorites, um, Shots Fire, first, she, she, that's like, I love how she got that Tory shit out the way. She was like, I'm gonna give you my song. I did hear sh- that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm gonna give you this one about it and I'm gonna be done. Like the rest of the album, not really too much of a mention about it. Um, mm-hmm. Listen, I don't, I don't hate, I'm indifferent about the baby at this point, um, but I do like him and Meg's songs together. Everybody is like, oh, I want Meg to be released from the shackles of the baby. I'm like, no, they actually, they make 
good music together i fuck with it right i fuck with circles um sugar baby is one of my favorites because she uses a bad bitch webby sample and it just gives me band. It reminds me of marching band. Like it just gives me like, oh, like let's do a stand routine. Um, stand routine me. Let's do a five, stand. six, seven, eight. What's like, the name of Jasmine? Sel- I'm I'm sorry, we're not there yet. We're not there. We're not. We're not. There I do yet. need another. Um, pick up your feelings is the name of the song. Um, but not she, has, the, she didn't drop an album. No, it's just one song. She's dropping an album. She is dropping an album, but she just put out that one Got song. It. And the song is a fucking uh. banger. Oh my God. But, okay, 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 okay. I was, I'm sorry. All right, I'm sorry. Real quick, Body Yaddy Yaddy. I love that song. I think it's great. It hasn't gotten on my nerves yet. I think it's going to be a great gym song. Um, it gets me pumped up. Um, and I think the video is beautiful. I know everybody else hates yeah. it. I, I'm in the I'm, <laughs> unpopular opinion. I don't I like hate body. it yet. I don't hate it yet. I actually yeah. really like the song. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know after seeing a number of dance challenges, I like the dance challenge, by the way. It's super cute. The choreography? Excellent. Um, I loved Flawless. her performance. I loved her performance uh, at the AMA. That came from the AMAs, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that performance. Like, she's giving she's giving dancers. She's giving dance routines. She's giving bandstand, actually. Yeah. Um, band dance dance. Like, that's what she gives. So I, I enjoy that. And I think it really... Uh, it's very nostalgic. The, Beyonce's the, the, impact, um, energy. the the budget Let's has gone. Beyonce's impact is something else. Um, and I'm not saying like off a homecoming tick, but just off of the quality of performance too. You know, like we on the AMAs, she had a big ass Beyonce screen. She was giving us a good vote. Like you just see. I cannot wait to see how Meg continues to grow. You know what I'm saying? Because I love the fact that she dances. I love the fact that she can dance. You know what I'm saying? Like there are just things um, that other female rappers have tried and have not done as great of a job at. And and Meg is just turning out to be a full package. Cardi can dance too. I was actually very like uh, in the WAP video. I was like, okay, Cardi, you kind of fucking up. Like. Cardi gotta work. Cardi gotta work a little harder for hers, but she definitely can't. She definitely she can fuck up rhythm. some choreo. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, I'm mm-hmm. I'm just excited to see this whole everybody all the coming back, all of the female rappers, Meg, Cardi, City Girls, uh, Big Lotto, Big Lotto, um, all of them. Oh, that's my bitch. I'm so proud of her. Listen, okay. I'm very proud of the girls. I know y'all been in a tizzy about that girl name. Even I was confused about her name. Um, I heard she's considering a name change. If she is, and that's she's wonderful. She's changed it to Big Lotto. Just I think Big, Big Lotto. Lotto is a great name. Fitting, it's fitting. It's suited. It's because I like the way she, I just like the way she say it. Big Lotto. Big Lotto. Listen, that's Ooh. so powerful. So powerful. So powerful. Okay, shout out to Brandon, her manager, uh, our old classmate, yes. doing a great job with her. Yes. Um, but yeah, uh, and then Outside is my favorite. Again, another song that reminds me of band, a random something in my heart, something. That's the same. Like, some of the samples. Those are great fu- samples. Yeah, yeah. It's just, there's so many others that I'm like, damn, you know? But either way, please check out Good News. Um, is I fuck with it. Jasmine Sullivan, pick up your feelings. I had to pick okay. up mine. So I've heard this song. I'm thinking that the album came out. Because no, I have no. been seeing so much so much talk about, it was just about the single. Yeah, yeah. 
Okay. Because she sang okay. her fucking yes. face off. Okay. That's every time. What That's every time. That's I don't expect nothing and less. And she's in the pen. It's the pen we got to respect. I don't even know if she wrote this song. Let me look. But it's the pen that I would love for us to respect. Okay. Because. Oh, uh, Apple Music not giving me the credits at the end like they usually do. Uh, no, no, they're not. Okay, well, neither here nor there. I'm pretty sure she has some um, some sort of uh, effort in, in writing this song as well because it's just her pen and her delivery is just it's, it goaded, goaded. Yes. Jasmine Sullivan, Jasmine Sullivan, don't. We gotta give her all of her things. I can get emotional talking about Jasmine Sullivan because she is literally my favorite. I y'all know I am just a, a thing for vocals. And Neo for, Soul and like just yeah, that she, that she sings. She don't sing, she sings. She sings. She, she <laughs> sings her fucking mm. face off and she just push you like you feel it in her voice and just the things that she could do, like and her voice just consistently gets better and better over better time. Better and better, yeah. Again, the pen. She, she, ain't nobody touching her for real. You I know, I mean, there you, there are a few vocalists. There are a few vocalists that can that can, but not. I don't even know. No, I don't even know who no, that li- no, no one living that can do what she does. None of these new girls are singing the way jazz. Oh no, 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 definitely not. None definitely of them. Not. And that's what just I'm so glad that she's getting like her flowers and the praise and the hype because she been deserved. This bitch has been doing the damn thing consistently every album. Every album is fire. Everyone. Yeah. So I just cannot But wait. even like how who I'm just trying to think of the old girls that are giving giving vocal like that. I mean, of course Beyonce got the range. Oh yeah, absolutely. I would love to see them work together. Even if it's just on a songwriting tip. I would love to You never to see- know. She probably probably already done Bro. done lent, lent her pen. Okay. I, I wouldn't be surprised if she hasn't worked. I would worked love to see capacity. I would love to see Beyonce work with Jasmine Sullivan and I would love to see her work with Kate Trinata. Those are my like two like wish lists. Beyonce things. You know, Keshonada definitely deserves. Uh, he got a Grammy nomination, so we didn't talk about the Grammy. So, oh. shout out to the women leading the Grammys. Yes, um, because Meg is up there a couple times. Shout out to Beyonce's up there. Um, Doja Cat, whatever you guys have to say about her, say so went crazy. Um, there was also uh, Keshonada. He got his grammy nom thanks to his collaboration with uh what's the girl's name Ka- kali Uchis, um on that that song uh blue or some blue tent or no that's not his song it's a gray uh, something percent? It, i don't 10 percent. 10 percent. that's what it's called yeah. i'm like percent blue some 10 percent. that's the song i was so happy for him because a lot of people were like the grammy snub like no one gives a fuck about the grammys the weekend made comments about it and you know then the academy responded and blah 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 like at the end of the day we know that awards are awards especially the grammys they're they've always snubbed black creators and people who should have definitely like Lil baby should have definitely be up there for album of the year in terms of hip-hop and the, um, is, did he get a best know, new artist no, for I don't think he got. I don't think he's up there. I know Roddy Rich did. See now, Katrina got best new artist nom, and that confused me because Katrina because he's been out. not a new artist. Yeah, yeah, exactly. In no way is he a new artist. I mean, he is on his second major label 
album. I don't think that qualifies him for best new artist. I was very happy for his nominations, but that one definitely threw me. Yeah, it didn't make sense. It didn't make sense. But it's like, also, I think that I would love to, you know, just acknowledge the music community and saying that we're not doing our part in voting and being a part of the Grammy or the Recording Academy. Like, even for me, like, this is my first year part of the Recording Academy, and I didn't really know. Mm -hmm. I didn't know. You are so fucking famous. I swear. Shut up. I am not famous, bitch. I swear. (laughs) You're so irritating. Wow. Wow. Yes. And thanks to the pandemic, I didn't have to pay no fees, girl, no membership fees. So I was very grateful. But I was going to say, like, even for me, like, I don't feel like I did my part in, like, nominating or, like, you know, really putting people out there for the awards because I wasn't super involved in it this year. Um, I also didn't know really how it went. Like, I get the... I get the emails from them, but I didn't really inquire about how I was supposed to go about voting and like, you mm-hmm. know, just putting in my input about it. So I'm definitely going to be involved. Like, I, I think you still get to vote, um, you know, now as they've already have the nominations. Uh, but I do think that we just need to be more active. Like if you want to be a part of the community and you're a part of the music industry, you can vote, nominate these people to be in the right places. Like I don't, there's no reason why Lil Baby wasn't a part of that. There's no reason why, you know, um, whoever else that wasn't mentioned um, that felt like they should have been mentioned wasn't up there. So I don't know, but shout out to all the people that were. Um, I I definitely feel that Meg Meg deserved her awards. Uh, so did Doja Cat, and so on and so forth. Like as much as we have to say about these yeah. people, like they deserve their spaces in the and, and Beyonce yeah. obviously for like Black listen, Parade. Like these listen. are really good. Good, yeah. Let me tell you something. On one hand, I'm very proud of my bitch because Beyonce on her off year. Okay. I finally read her British Vogue uh, magazine because I got, you know, a lot of work done in these past couple of weeks before Thanksgiving and stuff. And I told myself that that was going to be my treat for getting work done. I was going to be finally reading this British Vogue interview. My sis said 2020 has been a year of service for her. Okay. In her year, in her year of service, my bitch has is had racked up nine nominations, the most out of anybody. On a hive, don't kill me. Actually, real hive know what's up. Real hive know that Black Parade is mid. Okay. Yeah, but the impact of the song, though. The impact of the songs, the thing that she, the money that she was able to raise from that song, from Savage Remix and things like that. I'm very proud. Um, these are definitely makeup awards, though. And in Grammys, if y'all gave people their things when they actually deserved them, we wouldn't be looking at y'all crazy when y'all nominate them for things that we're like, uh, okay, for, you know. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. This, but this year was just so up in the air. Anyway, yeah. it kind of didn't surprise me that these awards were given for certain things because it's like people just really was so thrown off yes i don't know also speaking I, I of think beyonce, that there's a lot of gripes yeah mm-hmm. speaking of beyonce shout out to chloe uh, and hallie for their nominations too i was very happy to see ungodly hour did get, they yes chloe and hallie, i think they got a couple want to say three or four for for ungodly hour. Do, not for for not for album of the year though or not for like the al- like the album one that was like no. the big one people right yeah okay. which which honestly yeah it, ungodly hour is arguably the best album that's come out of the sheer period um that's why i was like kind of expecting that to be there but a lot of people yeah, yeah a lot of people were talking about that on twitter as yeah. well but yeah shout out to chloe and Haley. i forgot to mention them yeah um but here's the thing okay on one hand 
I don't think we should um, shame people for being upset that they were not nominated. You know, mm-hmm. like let's let's people want to get in this. You know, um, I don't know why y'all mad. Like the Grammys is not. You know, like let's not act like the Grammys is not like the pinnacle. It's it's if you're in that field, it is the top thing that you could accomplish. Why would anybody not want to be not in wanted, that number? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, let's stop fucking acting like you took you too good for Grammys. No, that's why the niggas get mad when they don't get nominated because everybody wants one. You know what I'm saying? That's well, like the, if, the the argument. Go ahead. What I'm, I was about to say. That's why you know the same thing with Oscars and everything. They're like, oh well, y'all get mad at the Oscars and da 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 da. Everybody who acts, everybody who writes, everybody who produces, everybody who directs wants an Oscar Oscar. because that is the top thing that you can accomplish. If you are a doctor, whatever top thing that you can accomplish, every doctor fucking wants it. You know what I'm saying? And so on and so forth for everybody's field. You know what I'm saying? So you can't don't fault people for being upset or for feeling away because they didn't get nominated for something that they have worked very hard for. And, you know, things like that. On the second coin, we got to give the Grammys the same. I mean, we got to give the Soul Train Awards and BT and all of these other award shows that actually do celebrate us the same energy that we give the fucking Grammys. Y'all yeah, don't even show sure. up. Y'all don't even show up to these award shows. They're giving y'all awards and y'all not even fucking there. Don't even make a video Present, right. to accept it for remotely. And y'all, and y'all be whining about the granny. I get it. I get it. I get it, but put that in our own shit. I love what Drake had to say, where he was like, listen, The weekend. I haven't listened to The weekend. The weekend don't appeal to me as an artist. So I don't, all of this, The weekend had the best album and all that, you know, like, I don't, I don't quite get it. Not my cup of tea. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? But I love that Drake was just like, yes, he deserved these things, but also we need to, if we want to truly be celebrated the way we feel like we should be celebrated, we need to create our own. And I fully do agree with that. There's room for multiple things. You can yeah. be just as happy about a Grammy as you can about whatever awards you create for yourself, as you can about a BET award, as you can about a Soul Chain award, and so on and so just forth. Just being acknowledged, just being acknowledged exactly. for your hard work. I exactly. think I think somebody uh, said too, though, like, or the argument or the topic came up, would you rather be double platinum or would you rather get a Grammy? And as a new artist, I'm gonna go with double platinum like mm-hmm. uh, you know for like these artists that are just like Lil Baby and uh, Roddy Rich and all these people you know mm-hmm. in these hip-hop categories like you would much rather your song go double platinum because it's gonna take you further and then you or farther and then you're going to uh be able to get that Grammy later yeah. on down the road so I think you know mm-hmm. I mean because it's just not what it was like and, and records selling records and all the stuff just the focus is not the same so exactly. I be- personally believe that and there's plenty um, of legends there's plenty of legends out here who do not have not even was- have a single Grammy that's so crazy to me. Don't. That's crazy to me that there are so many. Like, I be looking at, um, you know, just like or listening to certain songs, and I'm like, this isn't Gra- this isn't Grammy Grammy Award winning, yeah. or just the fact that it's always like Grammy nominated. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah, these these legends have been Grammy nominated, but never won won yeah. not one single award. So it's like it's kind of like you. I, I can understand where artists are coming from in terms of you know like fuck the Grammys or whatever. But then all, uh, and on the other hand, like I really want one. It, it's a really difficult thing when you're yeah. creating something and you're allowing other people to judge you based upon what you feel 
has impacted uh, um, the masses. Exactly. So I understood, you know, people's gripes with it, but yeah. neither here nor there. That was the Grammys. Um, that was music uh, that I had so far. I think, oh, I did want to shout out an indie artist, Mozzie. He's my my friend from Atlanta. He's from Atlanta. He just, uh, leading up to his release for this project, The Six Man Last Friday, mm-hmm. he um, actually was doing a freestyle every day leading oh, up wow. to the song. I mean, to the project. And he's a really dope, lyricist and like freestyle uh king in my opinion he went on like some uh platform and like freestyle is one of my favorite freestyles but this is called the sixth man um he has 11 tracks on here um i like patience it was track number five but i think i like it because i was actually at the studio session so it feels like it reminded me of a trip that we went on in that studio session. So I really like that song. Um, but yeah, his name is Mozzie, M-A-U-Z-Y Music. And the album is called The Sixth Man. Also, shout out to Sean Wire. It's the money sign for the S, Sean Wire. Uh, he came out with a new single called Something. And it's a very like, he's a rapper. It's, it's classified as hip hop, but it's a very like, he's one of those artists where you really feel what he's saying. Um, it's only a three minute track, but it, it's just like you could just like feel his energy, whatever mood he was in, you can like really feel it in the music. And he really takes pride in like the overall track, not just like rapping and a melody. So that um, is another song. And that's all I have for you. Dope. I have one last cut. Um, it's Kelly Rowland. Uh, she has a song out called Hitman. And nice. Uh, Kelly Rowland. Um, Kelly Rowland be putting out good music and don't do nothing with it. And it disappoints me. Um, but this song is really Kelly Rowland and NFL. That's what I was going to get to. That's the part that I don't fucking get. Um, and I'm assuming that's because of Jay-Z and his whole NFL partnership. He probably threw that lob her way. Um, but I don't think Kelly Rowland needs the NFL to back any of her songs, especially when the song is just fucking good. Um, it has a nice uh, fella, uh, fella Cootie sample in the back. It's very like... It's giving you like da, da, summer. Da, da, da. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's, I fuck with it. She sounds great on it. Um, you know, if you're looking for something, the only thing I can maybe compare it to, and I don't mean to compare them to compare these two women together, um, because they got have gotten that enough in their life. But if you've heard Grown Woman by Beyonce, it gives you the same this a similar vibe. Um, but I really I love it. It's like that, it's like that world music. You know what I'm saying? Like it's something that like everybody. A universal. Could. Yeah, yeah. And I. She don't I really, really. She never really had that. So I like that for her. Yeah. She never um, really had like a universal bop. But the thing is, she had like Kelly found a great lane in like dance and EDM music. Like she, but she also has great R and B stuff too. And it's, that's what I was like, girl, like what are we doing Kelly what are we doing like let's yeah. let's do this like let's go for it because sis you got it like <laughs> I don't understand and you sound amazing you can fucking sing your ass off just as good as any of these other bitches out here like let's go Kelly like well, maybe I mean may, but maybe she is appealing to who she's appealing to though like yeah she has her audience like they're they're cult kelly fans like yeah. you know what i mean so i think she's doing what she can't she not i don't know what it is i really don't know what the the disconnect is there, i don't know but, but you know what i'm sorry i didn't mean to interrupt but <sighs> i feel like as a fellow aquarian i understand you know what i'm saying and not to sound like a woo-woo bitch but i feel like like even for me 
I feel like I'm on the cusp of greatness. And I hope that that's how Kelly Rowland feels as an Aquarius because yeah, like, I don't know. For me, I can say that it was like the fear getting in my way of me putting myself out there and like promoting my own shit or like, you know, like really going there with my own shit. And I, I, I don't know if that's the case for her, but if it is, let's go sis it's go time okay yeah, had a baby yeah. had a baby be you a mama and let's fucking go okay let's fucking go i respect that i respect that love um, but yeah um the people were down there twerking at a uh, true kitchen in dallas <laughs> And is that the same true kitchen? Is that like a chain? True kitchen, no, like the one we no. got at by Lennox? Oh, no, okay. no, 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 that's true food. Oh, okay, because I was confused. True Listen, food girl. kitchen. Okay, because I Listen. was like, not at the true kitchen. Two totally did the one true kitchen. Because I'm like, true kitchen is not black owned. Right. First of all, but exactly. true food, true food kitchen is not black owned. Yeah. They're serving Hennessy peach uh douce daiquiris in douce bottles. And the other true food is is giving nuts cocktails. and berries. Um, <laughs> uh, organic cocktails. Listen, okay. Very, very much daily harvest. If y'all have seen those commercials <laughs> on television. Yes. That's, <laughs> that's what, it, that's it. That's what true food in Atlanta is giving. Um, girl, did you see this video of him going off on these people? Bruh, I was so compelled to say something about it but then I was so compelled to shut my ass up because I have no idea all the time because it's like do I really want to comment on this foolishness first off why would you talk to these people like that your customers the entire restaurant and then try to explain and I go on to the restaurant's IG because I was just trying to figure out if it was worth even like talking about. Mm-hmm. Go on to the restaurant's IG and you see a post where they're like, he's like explaining himself with a series of videos from their security camera. Yeah. And it doesn't solidify his actions. Like it doesn't valid or validate his actions to me. Like nigga, you still was out of pocket. Yeah. For for calling, you know, doing all of it. Like, why are you shaming them for having a good time in, a, in your establishment, bro? Like, and then, oh, and if you don't like it, you can leave. I would have. No, he said, if you don't like it, you can get the fuck out. And oh, excuse me. That's where that's where it took it took a wild ass turn. But that would have been me. All right, bye. With my plate, with my I would have been dining food. and motherfucking dashing in that bitch because and never and then, coming back. And then he said, he said, if you don't like it, I don't need your fucking money. Okay. Bet that that's bet. what I'm saying. Bet bet. Bye. Okay. The fact that bye. I did not see more people in that video get the fuck up and walk the yep. fuck out. I would bye bye. Fuck you. You don't Goodbye. need shit from my ass. Fuck you. You just told me that. Just me. Here's the thing. If you fuck want, you if you want to create very you know classy upscale uh, environments, you know, for don't play people, the music. Don't play the music. Create, cultivate that vibe. Cultivate that vibe. But you got the fucking DJ in the back playing back that ass up or whatever. Uh, the beat king, whatever you know, twerk championship y'all got going on. Twerk tape volume one, two, and three. He back there mixing and. You serving uh, Douce slushies in the Douce bottle. And from what I heard from a, a, a patron who was there on Facebook, mm-hmm. she said, 
which I don't know is that everybody was waiting hella long for their food. The food for everybody was taking forever to come out. I'm talking about an hour plus. So, and Mm -mm. and they kept just, I guess, compensating for the late food with liquor. So you got people, you got DJ back there spinning twerk tape and you got liquor just funneling all through the place. Copious amounts of liquor. And you expect people not to shake their ass Somebody in their wait time during their wait time. What do you want us to do? Chat. Right. I'm not wanting to chat. I ain't been out in, in months. I'm exactly. trying to shake my ass exactly. over some chicken and waffles exactly. and do say exactly. Now I understand there's a time and place for everything. I do. You know what I'm saying? But also, I but if that was your, re- if that was your restaurant's environment, exactly. you wouldn't have provided an exactly. environment for me to twerk period. Exactly. In the discussion, there's exactly. nothing else to say about that. Exactly. Like, because that shit pissed me off. Cause I'm like, you have a whole DJ in here mixing. Yes. And if you want it, if you want it, uh, uh, classy ass vibes, you should have been playing some elevator music. Or okay. some jazz tunes. Exactly. You, you should really have had a saxophonist or something in there. Okay. Chris King. Serenading me. Our best friend Chris King be down at Gaucher's Breakfast Bar giving the girls all the all the all jazz the vibes. Okay. And it ain't a twerk. And he might sight. give you and he might give you a twerk song if that's what you need, because that that's that's the variety that he gives. However, when you come and you book or or you have like music you know that that creates the environment and the vibe every anybody knows that you don't have to be a a a, a musician to understand but that if you play if i play if i play motherfucking country music that's gonna give a whole them them white folks is gonna get up there and yeehaw ye motherfucking but here's, here's the thing that trumps all of this that really just makes all of this seem out just you could throw all of this out the window you gave more of a fuck about people twerking in your establishment than you did protecting them, them, your employees, and yourself from coronavirus. I didn't see not one mask. One I didn't mask. see not one divider. Nobody was socially distanced. But or getting their food out on time. Like they, or doing providing the service that. that y'all were at a for. full brunch. Y'all were in a crowded brunch in the middle of a fucking pandemic. And you want to throw a fit over a bitch twerking? Get the fuck out of here. Y'all ass shouldn't have even been there. You, you as the owner, should have been taking care of people's safety first. I could again, nobody was social distance, wasn't no plastic dividers up nowhere. I didn't see shit. I didn't see shit, but you want to be mad because somebody got there and shook their ass because of the environment that you cultivated, that you created. That you cultivated. You and your DJ, goofy ass. He, the fuck ooh, out he of pissed here. me off. And you black talking to black women like that. And like, then, I just was not expecting that at all to be a black owned restaurant, like to put yourself out there. Like, why would you, why would you do that? Talking about, I tried to try. speak to them multiple times. No, okay. Right. And the thing is, you're punishing the restaurant. You're acting a fool in front of the entire restaurant off of the actions of one or two people. And you really could have put that table out. You could have put them two tables out. You could have went and talked to them again. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you already talked to them once and you kept it cute, and if they continue to do it after that, then put their ass out. Send, they, send them with uh, home with their food in a doggy bag. And, you know, if they still want Y'all it. Y'all have to leave. Y'all have leave. to leave. That's it. 
but you wanted to do the most and tell the entire restaurant that it's and they want to double down who are you somebody's father and y'all be on that respect out my face and y'all what is it i respect myself just because i want to throw some ass don't mean i don't respect myself and honestly, what does that mean? The whole thing is rooted in respectability politics. Y'all want to sit up here and create the spaces where, you know, black people can act, you know, like what you think white people act like. And I'm here to tell you that everybody's ghetto. Everybody's ghetto. Everyone's matter. ghetto. Did we not learn that from it 2020? Everybody is ghetto. It doesn't fucking matter. Okay. So you up here, it, it was very coded language and what he was saying in his Instagram comments and in the in the video itself. And I'm just, I you know what? Uh, I wish you the worst. Okay. Um, <laughs> what was I about to say? Um, shout out to uh, a user on Twitter. His Twitter name is Dylan X Gray. He said, "Bitches ain't twerking at Olive Garden because they playing dance with my father again." <laughs> I hate Dylan. First of all, <laughs> Dylan is also an artist, uh, based out of Atlanta. That's hilarious. He's gets on my nerves. Yeah, and you're absolutely right. <laughs> Absolutely and Olive right. Garden, they're playing in the moon, hit your eye like a big pizza pie. That's amore. Now, granted, you could throw ass to anything, but that's not, we're not. We're not cultivating that environment at all. It don't put you in the mood to do that. Sheesh. Anyways. Um, yeah. Fuck him I'm, and that yeah. establishment. Um, I got a black owned business. Yes. Come on, our black owned business of the day. Yes, I'm sorry, I gotta find it because it's deep in the thread. Is Myella Organics Black on? Yes. Mia? Yes. Okay, well, I would like to shout them out because they just did their $4.99 annual sale. I so I hope the girls got them some products. Okay, so um found on Twitter uh because uh Sylvia Obell, who she co-hosts uh the uh, the podcast on Netflix with Scotty Beam, uh right before Thanksgiving. Uh, the Beverly Center Target in LA toilet paper aisle was cleared the fuck out. Um, as again, the panty people are panicking. Um, so, uh, Unique, who uh, I think her name is Unique Jones, she started uh, because of them we can um, that website, and so she responded and she said, "Y'all check out Real Paper, a black-owned company with subscription-based bamboo toilet paper." She said, "We signed up after the shortage earlier this year. We get a delivery monthly, and it feels good to not worry about this quality product and amazing packaging." And I just love that we are just finding a black-owned anything for everything. I love it. Yep, I love it. I love that. It's so, and when you go on their website, their website is beautifully done. The packaging does look amazing. I'm very intrigued at bamboo toilet paper. Like, what does that feel like? I'm inclined to try it. Um, So, you know, if you're in a position where, yo, you know, the Karens have, you know, fought to the death for the last roll of Charmin at your local Walmart, sis, go on to realpaper.com that's r-e-e-l-p-a-p-e-r.com um and get you some toilet paper they deliver right to your door with free shipping um you know you can choose how much you want and you know they're doing what they can to make a difference just uh you know as far as sustainability is concerned uh for you know everybody so I love that because um, I have tried bamboo toilet paper and it's very soft. It's very, uh, com- it does feel organic though. It feels like you're using organic like 
tissue, you know, like it's not like Charmin necessarily, but it it still does a job. And I I love that they're, you know, like you said, um, practicing sustainability because we're not going to be able to cut all these trees and replant them. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. Um, check out real, um, also bamboo is fire. I got some bamboo sheets off Amazon. It feels good, right? Yeah, so my it's like favorite sheets to sleep on. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to them, and shout out to our black owned business for the day. Love it, love it. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, this has been a great episode. I really enjoyed talking to you today. Oh, have fun. Have fun. Um, as always, you guys can follow the podcast everywhere at girlfriends pod um instagram and twitter we're also on facebook you can like us and follow us there girlfriends podcast um and you can hit us up girlfriends the podcast at gmail.com if you have any questions concerns or you want to be on the podcast with us yes or you can also i was gonna say you can visit our website girlfriends.com listen to past episodes um and you know learn more about us all that jazz you can follow us both individually on social media i'm at e told you so that's e-t-o-l-d-y-o-u so and i am everywhere at sammy approved s-a-m-m-y approved like the stamp because we stamped that and this episode you already know period all right bye y'all